Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Typically Peachy. How are you all doing? I am personally stir crazy. I've said it before. I will say it again. I just feel so much like I need to do something with my life. Do you guys just get that feeling? I feel like it's every other day. One day I'm like, wow, this is so nice. I get to work from home. I get to lounge around. There's not a lot to do anyway, so I don't feel bad about not doing that much. And then the next day I'm like, get me out of here. I need something else. I need a change. So today we're somewhere in the middle. I'm feeling fine with being home. The weather has been up and down. I told you guys last week that it was so nice. And then Monday it started snowing. So, you know, we're all over the place, the earth included, but it's okay. We're hanging in there as we all always do. I got my coffee. I'm ready to go. So I feel like this might be a little bit more of a chipper episode. We'd love to see that. So let's get right into it. What is new with me? Absolutely nothing. Hence my previous rant. All I've done, go to a brewery, shocker, but that's the only thing that I can even deem as kind of eventful. I feel like I need to have more things in the pipeline, some safe weekend getaways, some exciting things to come up. I just need to plan things out. I need to sit down and figure it out for myself so I have something to look forward to. Other things that are new with me, I've been thinking a lot about my professional connections. So as you guys know, I started a new job at the top of the year. It's going really great. I love it so far. I love the people. I feel like I have a lot of autonomy in the role, which is super nice. And I feel like it's going to be good for me. Saying that, I've been thinking a lot about my past professional connections. People I've worked with in the past, how they're doing, how are those companies doing. I've been reflecting on the fact that once you leave a job and you become fully ingrained in your new one, That past experience really just turns into building blocks, but there are people that you worked with every day, professional connections that you made that are really, really important to keep. That's been on my mind a lot recently, a lot because I've been in contact with some of my past employers just to see how they're doing, how their lives are going, so it's been top of mind for me. We're going to get into this a little bit more in need-to-know basis because, shocker, my thoughts inspired my advice this week, as they always do, but before we do that, let's get into what's hot. The 63rd Annual Grammy Awards were on on Sunday, and they were something to watch. I love the Grammys. I always have. I think I probably always will. I know that there are a lot of politics that go into the Grammys, as with every single award show, which is why people don't like to watch them and don't like to support the institutions. Me, personally, more than the awards, I love watching the performances and obviously the acceptance speeches, like I told you guys when we were watching a different award show. I just love hearing what inspired people to do what they love to do, what inspires them to keep going, the people that they're inspired by, the other musicians that inspire them. I just think it's a great thing to hear, and I just find it so inspirational that these people made it. They're a dime a dozen. It is the combination of so much luck and extreme amounts of talent that goes into these people being where they are today. So I love that part of it. And also, it's like a free televised concert for all of us. That's amazing. All of these people in one place. I love to be able to hear an array of different music all together. I'm a huge music lover, as I think a lot of you guys probably are too, so that's why I continue to watch. But because it is an award show, I'm going to give you guys the top winners. This is not the complete list, just some of the top, some of the ones that stood out. So here we go. Best New Artist, Megan Thee Stallion. Best Pop Solo Performance, Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. Song of the Year, I Can't Breathe by Her. Best Rap Song, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Best Pop Vocal Album, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Best R&B Performance, Black Parade by Beyonce. Album of the Year, Folklore by Taylor Swift. 
and Record of the Year, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish and Phineas. I feel like they really spread the winners out across the board. I do think that it's so cool when you have an emerging artist like Billie Eilish last year, how she won literally everything. She swept the Grammys, but there's something kind of nice recognizing that all of these creators made amazing pieces of work this past year, especially in a crazy time that we're living in. It is just so completely impressive to me. That is why in particular I love Folklore because we got to see the behind the scenes process of making that album. I would love if more artists did that so it could draw us in more, make us feel more connected to the album and the process behind it all. But now that we've gone through the awards, I have some top callouts from the Grammys that I need to mention. Probably the most exciting thing that happened is that Beyonce broke the record of the most Grammys for both male and female singers with 28 wins. 28 Grammy wins, you guys. That is insane. She is completely deserving. Even if you do not like her music, if you don't vibe with it, it's not your style. I think that we can all agree that she has made such big waves within this industry and she has made such an influential impact. So amazing news for her. And then paired with that, her daughter Blue Ivy won a Grammy too for best music video. That's just so amazing for both of them. So happy for the family overall. My next call out, Taylor Swift's Album of the Year win for Folklore made her the first female to win Album of the Year three times. Again, so well deserved. You guys know how I feel about Taylor Swift. She's an incredible songwriter. She's an incredible storyteller. And honestly, she has had a contentious relationship with the Grammys. So I am glad that they gave this to her. I'm glad that this worked out because at the end of the day, her album was incredible. Also, her performance was so magical. I was so happy that she played August. I love that song so much, and I feel like it does not get played enough, so I'm so glad that she sang that. Another performance that I want to call out for my country lovers out there, Mickey Guyton's performance of Black Like Me was so good. She's incredibly talented. Her voice is insane. She looked stunning. Her dress was so beautiful. Where can I get one? I need that dress. Speaking of style at the Grammys, let's talk about Harry Styles' style. See what I did there? He was dressed in all Gucci from head to toe, boa included. The famous boa breaking the internet. Everybody loves the boa. I love Harry Styles. He truly is a style icon. He is killing it. He won a Grammy and he won the award from me for best dressed at the Grammys. Also dressed in Gucci from head to toe was Billie Eilish. Gucci dressed two Grammy winners, which is honestly very, very impressive. I'm sure they were excited about how the night turned out as well. And that really wraps up my Grammy recap. There were so many other great performances, so many incredibly powerful ones with unreal amounts of talent. So if I'm ever not able to watch an award show from start to finish, I like to just go back and watch the performances. So I would highly recommend that you do so because I feel like they did a really great job with the performances this year. Let's move into our next hot topic. Kim Kardashian did an interview on Good Morning Vogue. First off, I just have to say I love Good Morning Vogue. It's just like a quick snippet of an interview about fun topics. If you've never seen them, I would recommend watching them. They're a fun time. So in this interview, Jonathan Van Meter sits down with Kim Kardashian, talks about her life post keeping up with the Kardashians, What's in store for her now? What is she going to be focusing on? Her current state of mind. I thought it was good. Obviously, in all of these interviews, I want more questions, more in-depth. But like I said, this is just a snippet. So they kept it nice, short, and sweet. 
My favorite part about the interview was when she talked about social media. She talked about using it to have her fans or customers help her make decisions about products, making them more invested and interested in the final product because they were a part of the original evolution. And I just think that that is such a smart way to look at it. And I think a lot of people are looking at it that way, really ingraining your customer in the experience, making it feel like they're a part of it because at the end of the day, they're the ones buying it. So they should very much have a say. I love that mentality. I think that is why she has been so successful on social media, on building her brands, on building multiple brands and being able to go and segue into different industries. Because at the end of the day, if you have a strong consumer base, if you have people that are following what you're doing because they believe in the things that you're doing, that's what's going to keep you alive. And I think she does a great job at it. The interviewer also asked a really great question, bringing up the point that because we've all been living through this pandemic and we've had to put our worlds on hold and kind of do this forced stop of our life, once we have the opportunity to enter back into the world, to get back to our quote unquote normal lives, we have more of a say on what gets to be put back into our world. The things that weren't able to be there before, now we can kind of sift through them and say, okay, what do I want to keep out? What do I want to put back in? What do I want to put more energy and time into? Her answer was a lot of like spending more time with her family, being intentional about that time. And I think that this question is just something that I am now thinking of. I think it's a great way to frame your mindset in this positive way that we now have an opportunity to kind of do a massive cleanse in our life and really prioritize those things that we want to prioritize and deprioritize some of those other things that we realize now that we don't have them, I really don't want them anymore. I need to really think about that, digest it. I only recently watched the interview, so I only recently got this newfound information. So I'll digest and get back to you guys about this. That's all for what's hot. Let's get in to what's good. I have some good things for you guys. Starting it off, I want to talk to you guys about a movie. It's been out for a little bit on Netflix. It is To All the Boys, Always and Forever. This is the third movie in the To All the Boys I Loved Before movie. I loved the first one. I don't really remember the second one. And now I just watched the third one. And I loved it, you guys. I thought that it was so wholesome. It was so cute. It's about people dealing with their relationships, going into college, from high school, love relationships, friendship relationships, sibling relationships, how it pulls at your heartstrings to have to make decisions that could possibly make people further away from you. You have to prioritize things in your life that are for you and not for somebody else. And that is a crazy lesson to just take into growing up. Sometimes you have to put yourself first. And if those other things, if you really want them to work out, they will work out because you will put effort into them. That sentiment is something that I actually think about a lot. I think a lot of people view that if it's meant to be, it will be. I actually don't have that opinion necessarily. I more have the thought process of like, if you want it to work, you can make it work. If you put the right effort and actions into it and you prioritize it in a certain way. I know that's getting a little bit off tangent here of the movie, but that is what it made me think about, you know, like different things to prioritize, really valuing yourself and what you want, but then also valuing your loved ones. It's a very hard thing to navigate through. Trust me, I know I've had plenty of experience with it, and I will likely share that with you guys in a completely dedicated episode. But to all the boys, always and forever, very good, very cute. I love cheesy movies like that, so if you do too, go check it out. Next on the what's good list, some of my favorite 
face masks for you guys because even though people are getting vaccinated, you should still wear your mask to be safe. And there's a stylish way to do that. Soul Perch. S-O-U-L space P-E-R-C-H. Soul Perch. I love them. They're so cute. There's so many different styles. They're cloth. They're comfortable. Check them out. My next what's good item are Puma shorts. Okay, I know that that's very generic, and I don't even know the specific ones that I have, but I wanted to put this in here because I just feel like Puma is coming back. I don't know if people really love Puma as a brand, but I really love their style. I think that it's super cool. They have some really unique stuff. The shorts that I have, while I don't know the name of them, they're black shorts, they're high-waisted, they have like this mesh on the high-waisted band, and they're unlike any other shorts that I have, and that makes me cherish them. There are multiple products like that from Puma. There are these chunky sneakers that they have that I've been wanting in like this tan color. I might have to bite the bullet if I can find them somewhere. But I would check Puma out, you guys. I feel like they're on the up and up again. Moving into another product that is completely stylish. This is another product that is a little bit more general, but I'll tell you my influence for it. Unique shoulder bags. I have one that is the brand Tory Burch that I got on an uber sale i think at nordstrom rack and i completely forgot that i had it okay and this is the problem with unique handbags that i want to turn into a solution i feel like we see unique handbags and we're like wow this is so cute this is so stylish it's so different than anything i have i need to have it and then we buy it and then we wear an outfit and we're like oh that doesn't go with this that doesn't go with that and you end up not using the handbag this is what i'm saying guys I think we have to start planning outfits around our handbags more because these handbags are beautiful. They are unique pieces that spruce up any outfit that make it look so much more luxe. It makes it look more interesting. It makes it look like you put effort into it. A handbag is a true accessory and I have made it my mission to start using this bag more, which means I'm gonna be dressing around the bag and I challenge you guys to do the same. If you find or have a perfect unique bag, you can do it, I'm gonna do it, and you can see me do it because I'm gonna post about it on Typically Peachy's Instagram at typically peachy my next good product sweet and simple a deep sleep pillow spray by this works i got this a while ago and i'm gonna be repurchasing soon because it's almost out and i love it it truly gives me a deeper sleep it makes me excited to sleep because i can spray it on my pillow right before i go to bed and i just feel so clean and relaxed it's so nice it's so simple it's a product that i feel like you wouldn't think to buy but at least for me it drastically improves my sleep and makes me feel so zen i hope it does for you too Next up is for those people that are of drinking age, okay, only those of you that are 21 and above, unless you're in Europe, in which case it's different by country. I have no idea what it is for all of you guys, but this is my favorite seltzers. Seltzers get brought up a lot, or at least drink of choice does, and I feel like I'm usually a wine person, but if I'm not drinking wine, I'm probably drinking a seltzer, and my favorite are Vizzy's. They're so good. They have antioxidants. They're like the quote healthy seltzer. They only have 100 calories. I know a lot of seltzers have come out that are like this that are kind of on the better for you side of things, but I really like these. They have vitamin C. They're from Superfruits and the flavors are just incredible. That's the best part of it all. The flavors. Black cherry lime, pineapple mango, strawberry kiwi, and my personal favorite, blueberry pomegranate. 
I don't get sick of these. I don't know what it is. Maybe I will one day, but I have been having them since the summer is when I first discovered them. I still love them as much today as I did the first time that I drank them. So if you haven't tried them, again, if you're of drinking age, then check them out, Vizzy Hard Seltzer. And last for what's good, some songs. Now guys, I'm probably going to regret this because I put so many songs in the song recommendation for this week. And while I do really genuinely love all of these songs, I say that I'm going to regret it because I feel like next week I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I don't have any songs. But I don't think that's going to happen. There are a lot of songs out there in the world. So here are your songs for this week. And again, these will all be in the Typically Peachy What's Good playlist on Spotify. Tell Me You Love Me by Galantis and Throttle. Lasting Lover by Sagala and James Arthur, At Least I Had Fun by Martin Jensen and Ronnie, and Cold Feet by Loud Luxury. All hype songs, very fun, will get your mood up right away, I promise. Alright guys, it is time for a need-to-know basis, and circling it back to what I was saying about my thought process this week, being about connecting with my past employers, thinking a lot about my past jobs, this is how I came to this advice topic. Don't burn bridges, and past that, actively reach out to past employers. On the first point of not burning bridges, you never know when a past employee or employer is going to circle back in your life. Especially if your next job is in the same or similar industry, there is a high possibility that your reputation and work ethic will be known by someone you don't even know yet. That is why it is so important to always leave with a positive influence, positivity in the air, people remembering you in a good light. Even if you have had negative experiences, not gotten along with an employee or a boss, depending on the extent of that, of course, you should do what you can to stay positive about the situation. And when exiting a company, do so gracefully and graciously. I've said this before and I will say it again. I believe every experience is a learning experience. Whether you're learning what you love, what you hate, how to interact with people you get along with, how to interact with people you don't get along with, new skills, it is all for the better. And then don't forget what you've learned. Actively look for those things you know you don't want in your next role. But be grateful that you had that experience, good or bad, because that gave you newfound clarity. Now... For the intentionally reaching out to people aspect of all of this, I think that when you are not currently on the job hunt, that is when it is so incredibly important to maintain those connections. When you absolutely don't need anything from the person you're reaching out to. That's going to make it genuine. That's going to make that reach out seem so much more like it came from you and not from a want or a need. Your network is going to expand with each job, okay? Every single job, your network is growing and growing and growing. But it is only expanding if you're still keeping those past employers in your network. And it's not a difficult thing to do. Maybe it's hard to remember, but it's not hard to do. So to make sure that you don't forget or just completely cut off those connections, I would recommend setting reminders for yourself to email them and check in ask how their life is, ask how their work is going. I personally like to surround some of those reach out periods around holidays because it feels pretty seamless to start a conversation like that. Like, happy new year. I hope you had a great new year. Wanted to check in, see how things are going, how your life is. You can bring up a funny memory you guys had together at work or something like that just to fluff it up a little bit. But also, if there's not a holiday coming up, a simple I hope all is well just wanted to check in is totally fine too. The maintenance of all of this is what is so important. 
Again, you cannot grow your network if you do not maintain your past connections. That is the biggest takeaway. And don't stress about it either because it is just an email. It is just a check-in. You're not asking for anything. That's why it's so ideal to do. And people love receiving those kinds of emails where they don't need to give. They don't need to do anything. People are just checking in, saying hi, and remembering that you exist. So continue checking in, grow that network. You never know what's going to happen. You never know when those people are going to be influential again in your life. And even if nothing happens, you are not losing anything by reaching out and staying connected to people. So that's my advice for this week. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And a very, very special happy birthday shout out to my sister because today, March 18th, is her birthday. And my brother, who coincidentally has the same half birthday as my sister's birthday. I know that you are listening to this. I love you so much. Happy half birthday. But back to Iz, the main event is, if you're listening to this, happy birthday. I love you so much. You're my best friend. I am so happy that you were born on this day. Otherwise, I would not have had a sister. Although, you came first. But, you know, semantics. Anyway, happy birthday to you, Izzy. And for everyone else, if you want to learn more about me and my amazing sister, Izzy, listen to episode 17, Double Trouble, where she was my guest on this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Listen to good music on the Spotify playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good. And finally, don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>